Welcome to our service of Evensong according to the Book of Common Prayer. The hymn at the end of our service today is Ye Choirs of New Jerusalem and it's sung by choristers from St Martin in the Fields. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him through our Lord Jesus Christ our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require. Wherefore, let us kneel in silence and remember God's presence with us now. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus you are Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the Almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us, O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 29 Bring unto the Lord, O ye mighty, bring young rams unto the Lord, Ascribe unto the Lord worship and strength. Give the Lord the honour due unto his name. Worship the Lord with holy worship. It is the Lord that commandeth the waters. It is the glorious God that maketh the thunder. It is the Lord that ruleth the sea. The voice of the Lord is mighty in operation. The voice of the Lord is a glorious voice. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedar trees, 
Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Libanus. He maketh them also to skip like a calf, Libanus also and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness, yea, the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to bring forth young, and discovereth the thick bushes. In his temple doth every man speak of his honour. The Lord sitteth above the water flood, and the Lord remaineth a king for ever. The Lord shall give strength unto his people. The Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first reading comes from the book of Ezra, chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. When the people of Jerusalem came back from their long exile in Babylon, they found their city and their temple in ruins. They set about rebuilding but while some were full of joy at the new temple they were building, others, just a few of the very oldest among them, remembered the old temple and were filled with mourning and sadness for all that they'd lost. When the seventh month came and the Israelites were in the towns, the people gathered together in Jerusalem. Then Jeshua, son of Josadak, with his fellow priests, and Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, with his kin, set out to build the altar of the God of Israel, to offer burnt offerings on it, as prescribed in the law of Moses, the man of God. They set up the altar on its foundation, because they were in dread of the neighbouring peoples, and they offered burnt offerings upon it to the Lord, morning and evening. And they kept the festival of booths, as prescribed, and offered the daily burnt offerings by number according to the ordinance, as required for each day. And after that the regular burnt offerings, the offerings at the new moon and at all the sacred festivals of the Lord, and the offerings of everyone who made a freewill offering to the Lord. From the first day of the seventh month they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord. But the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. So they gave money to the masons and the carpenters, and food, drink and oil to the Sidonians and the Tyrians, to bring cedar trees from Lebanon to the sea, to Joppa, according to the grant that they had from the king Cyrus of Persia. In the second year after their arrival in the house of God at Jerusalem, in the second month, Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, son of Josadak, made a beginning together with the rest of their people, the priests and the Levites, and all who had come to Jerusalem from captivity. They appointed the Levites, from twenty years old and upward, to have the oversight of the work on the house of the Lord. And Jeshua, with his sons, and his kin, and Cadmiel and his sons, Binui and Hodaviah, along with the sons of Henadad the Levites, their sons and kin, together took charge of the workers in the house of God. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments were stationed to praise the Lord with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with simple cymbals, 
according to the directions of King David of Israel. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever toward Israel. And the people responded with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundations of the house of the Lord were laid. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of families, old people who had seen the first house on its foundations, wept with a loud voice when they saw this house, though many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people's weeping, for the people shouted so loudly that the sound was heard far away. Here ends the first reading. We say the Magnificat together. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed for ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In our second reading from Ephesians chapter 2, beginning at verse 11, we hear of a different sort of temple, it's the temple of God's people, drawn together from many different backgrounds, Jewish and Gentile, those who were near and those who were far off. But God makes a new family from them, a new temple where he can be encountered. So then, remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands, remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace, and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, 
but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In him the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. Here ends the second reading. We say the Nunc Dimittis together. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And we say the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who showest to them that be in error the light of thy truth, to the intent that they may return into the way of righteousness. Grant unto all them that are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's religion, that they may eschew those things that are contrary to their profession, and follow all such things as are agreeable to the same. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, 
that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Loving Lord, we thank you for your presence with us wherever we are, in our homes and neighbourhoods. Deepen our awareness of you in our prayer, in our Bible study, in the love we give and receive to those around us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, we give you thanks for all who are working hard on our behalf, for all health and social care workers, for those planning and delivering essential services, for teachers, for those who staff our supermarkets and deliver our goods. Give them strength and courage. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, we pray for our leaders in the church, in our own government and in governments around the world. Give them wisdom and help them to hold highest in their hearts those who have the least power and the greatest need. We pray for those for whom hardship and suffering are not a passing phase, but a permanent reality. For those living in places where there is endemic poverty, warfare and insecurity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, we pray for our own community. We pray for our family and friends. We pray for parents caring for young children while also trying to work. We pray for our schools and our businesses at this time and for our friends in Lavender Fields Care Home that they might be strengthened and comforted by your love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are sick, for those who are anxious or lonely today. In a moment of silence, we hold before you any who are on our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you for your promise that neither death nor life nor anything else in all creation can separate us from your love. We entrust into your keeping all who have died and those who mourn their loss. We pray for our local funeral directors and for all who are helping those who grieve. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.